Good morning, everybody. Um, before I start, I just want to give a tremendous shout-out, something I don't generally do. But I want to give a huge shout-out to TerranyTime.com, uh, specifically because this is my 4,000th share on TerranyTime. So, I do want to thank them for allowing me to be on their platform and uh, spreading Torah around the world, which is Gavaldic. The emails that come in from around the world, from people that are listening of all ages, of all types, of all religious levels, is really something very, very special. So it's a little bit of a milestone. So Chazdei Hashem. We continue with the halachas of business. Business in the workplace. Halachas with workplaces. All that shailas that come up. We're in the middle of the shaila of Yichud. That's what we're holding. We're going to try to wrap it up today. And Rabbi said, anyone that could try to give, you know, all of Hilchas Yichud and Tushurim is absolutely impossible. So we'd be kidding ourselves to realize that we know Hilchas Yichud after these Tushurim. But we know the Rashi Prokim. We know the bullet points. We know the ideas. We know the shailas. We know what could come up. But Yichud in the workplace is something that is very, very common. Whether it's going to a meeting, whether it's in an office, whether it's showing someone around in a specific site, there could be all sorts of shilas that come up with Yichud. Last year we discussed what is the definition of Yichud, what defines Yichud. And the basic idea is anything that is in a secluded private place is considered to be Yichud, one-on-one would be a daraisa. Everyone, as long as you have more than one, it's be a durabonon. And al-kaponim, as long as you're in a place that no one is going to disturb for a specific amount of time, which we said is already a machloikas, but a, a nice amount of time that a person at least could do an avera, it for sure would be over on the Issa. And not only that, we also said that even if a person does not commit any avera past yichud, he is still over on the Issa of yichud. The etzim zach of being secluded with a woman is considered to be a Issa of yichud. So now I want to move on to some of the heterim. Now, remember very clearly, these heterim need to be used often with other heterim and should often be used with the direction of a rov. One of the reasons why I did not want to, I think I wrote this in the introduction of my book on Yichud, one of the reasons why I did not want to write a book on Yichud is precisely for this reason. Because people would take a heter and say, oh, great, it's mutter. So you have to know when to use it, how to use it. Maybe I use it too for two heterim together. That makes it mutter with dini with dini arayas, which is very, very homo which is why a person has to really realize what is going on. So, disclaimer, any of the term we say need often to be used with the consultation of a rabbi, your local Orthodox rabbi, to find out whether or not it can be used and how it can be used. Does anyone argue and what exceptions there are to the rule? Because we're not going to be able to go through every detail. It's absolutely impossible unless we spend at least five shurim just on the heterim, one shape per heta. So that was the disclaimer of today. Let's move on. Mishnah, Kiddushin, the pyramid base, tells us as follows. Zuk the Mishnah, Misyached im shnei anoshim, that a woman is allowed to be in Yichud with two men. Zuk Rashi, what's the pshat? Why is a woman allowed to have Yichud with two men? Because two men will never come to do an Aveira together because they're embarrassed, each man of each other. Zuk Rashi, since they're embarrassed, that's Pshat in the Mishnah, where the Mishnah says that a woman can have Yichud with two men. Now that would, by the way, only apply during the day, and it would only apply to a kosher. Whenever you have what we call a porutz, someone who's not necessarily hard to define, by the way, what exactly is enough community in a kosher and a porutz, but generally someone who's a high Mishael Chayid is considered to be a kosher, he's a chazaka that he's a kosher. Someone who's not a high Mishael Chayid maybe is not, and therefore he could be a porutz, and therefore this heta of two men may not apply, because maybe they will not be embarrassed in that case over there 
uh, uh, in situation. Two goyim, many hold, will not help. Two men, goyim, will not necessarily help of the Mishnah, and therefore that would not necessarily be a heta. When it comes to two women, what's the din over there? So there the Mishnah says that one man and two women, the opposite of what we just said, would be Asa. One man and two women. Why? Noshim, Taiton, Kalois, right? They're very easy, easily persuadable. And therefore, if that's the case, we're worried that they're not embarrassed of each other, like Rashi said, by two men, which means that a man with two women would be a Shaila of Yechud in that case. So says Rashi, okay, so one man, two women, that's a problem of Yechud. But if you have more than two women, for example, Rashi, you have Gimeloi Dalit, you have three or four women, Rashi holds, that's considered to be Muta. Right? And as I passed in the Rashba, the Me'iri, the Tor, Taisus, the Rosh, and many other Rishonim, like Shitas Rashi, that only two women is, a, is going to be considered to be a problem with one man. And if you've got three women or four women with one man sitting in an office together, locked, no door, no window, whatever it is, that's not considered to be Yichud, according to Rashi in that case over there. Why? Zuk the Rosh. The reason is because the word gets out. Once you've got more than a couple of women, women, Baruch Hashem, like to talk, and therefore, if that's the case, the, the, the news will be spreading very quickly, and that will put a person off in that case. Toysfus, by the way, is Chalukun Rashi, and he holds there is no Chalik between two women, three women, or even a hundred women. According to Toysfus, if you're in a room, in a hall, with one hundred women and one man, and it's in a situation of Yichud, Toysfus holds that is Yichud Gobo. Not only Toysfus, it's also a Ramban, it's a Rambam, it's a Smak, and Pashtus, that's the Psak of the Shulchan Aruch Lemaisa. Many Poskim hold, Shevet Halevi, Ravazna Zatzal, Ramoshe, Ligrismoshe, the Marisham, and others, that Peshas Atchat Veshor, a person can be so on Shittas Rashi that more than two women would be mota in that case. One of the most famous eterim of Yechud is what we call Balo Be'er. Okay, and this Be'er comes from the Gemara in Kedushin, that Pe'be'er Samaralev, or Pe'alev Amaralev, where the Gemara says, Balo Be'er ein choyshishin mishum Yechud. Right, the Gemara tells us that if a woman has her husband in the same city, we're not worried about Yechud, which means a man can have Yechud with a woman that her husband is in the same city, right? Now, it comes along Rashi and says, hold on a minute, hold on a minute. That doesn't mean it's mutter. That means you don't get malchus if the Baal of Be'er, if the husband is in the city. As I state in Rashi, it's not chas v'shalom, mutter, no way. It's just you don't get malchus for it. Comes along Toysus, brings Kamarayas, Choylik on Rashi, and says, no Rashi, what are you talking about? Avada and Avada, it's 100% mutter. If Baal Be'er, then it's mutter. Which, by the way, is not only Toysus, it's also the Rambam, the Smag, the Tor, the Meiri, the Kolba, the Marshal, the Radvaz, the Prisha, the Taz, the Gun, the Gun, the and others as well, that held like the Toysus, that held that Baal Be'er is a heta lechat chela. Right? That's what it is. Now, the Chochmah Sodom says, by the Raisi, you should be Choshish, by Jerobonin, you can be more Mekel, the Chazanish, the Tadigat, Shibin, Ravim, Dovim, Mishorim, Shevet Alevi, held Lamaisa, like Tosus, it's 100% Lechatchel Muta, if it's a situation of Balab Eina. Why? Why is it that if a woman has a husband in the same city, is it Muta to have Yechot? And by the way, this is very Nagea. Why is this very Nagea? Because, for example, you have electricians, you have plumbers, you have people that go into houses, handymen, all these sorts of things. They go into houses during the day to fix, you know, the washing machine, to fix whatever it is, the glass window that they're doing, to fix uh, the plumbing, and they go inside. The woman is at home, her husband is at work, right? So, Baalov Be'er, so that's going to consider to be a very, very common child. But why is it muta? Why just because the woman has her husband in the same city is it considered to be muta? So, Rashi says, Pshat, which is the best of the Ram, the Flaw, and others, that she's scared. 
She's scared he's going to walk in any moment. Maybe he's changing his mind. He came back from work early, whatever it may be. Zukrashi, she's scared. The Chazin Ish wants to learn, which is better than also Chidon, others as well, Tivayatsev, and others. There's a natural fear of a woman to do anything wrong if her husband is in the same city. Now, by the way, that would be a major nafkamina. I wish we had time to do this, but there'll be a major nafkamina. If, for example, what happens if the wife just spoke to her husband as he, he's in the other side of the city, the same city, but it takes at least 10 minutes for him to get home. She just spoke to him in the office. She called the office phone. He picked up the office phone. She knows for the next 10 minutes, there is no way he is coming home. See, if you learn according to Rashi, that what, she's going to come home. They will be us according to Rashi. But if you're learning according to the Chazan Ish, there's a natural fear that that natural fear is going to be there. Rabbi say the Nafkaminas are huge. We can go on and on and on and on about this for hours. Most points can, by the way, um, generally are machmeh. They're not maker like the Chazan Ish, and therefore there's no natural fear, but there has to be a real Chashash that it's going to come home. There are those, especially with other Tzadim to be makal, that will use the head of the Chazan Ish, that there is a natural fear in that case, which will be a major Nafkamina for a woman to be in a situation of Yichud when her husband is in Baal Be'er. What is the definition of Be'er? Good question. Rav Moshe, for example, and Igris Moshe, Shevet Halevi, and others discuss, what about New York City? New York City is huge. How long can it take for a person to go from one end of New York City to the other end of New York City? It can take a long time, especially if there's traffic. So is that considered to be one ear? So Rav Moshe Lamaitza wants to say, since it takes a long time, that would possibly not be considered to be Baal Be'er. So if a woman knows that her husband's in New York City, but he's far, so that might not be Baal Be'er in that case. Most Rav Shlomo Zalman, the Eizim HaKodesh, the Chachma Sodom, and others held no. There's no chilek. Chazal told us Baal Be'er, Baal Be'er. Don't start being machalat between how big the ear is. It's not enough gemina. Now, one of the big exceptions that the Gemara tells us that will not help for Baal Be'er is Liboy Gaspo. Liboy Gaspo means, Lashon of Rashi and others as well, is that you're haimish with each other. Now, by the way, that would now stop many of their terim. Because if, for example, a person works, right, in an office, men and women together, Unfortunately, and again, these are gedorim that maybe we have to discuss at a later year. What gedorim a person has to make when it comes to the office? But upon him, a person can often be liboygas. We can be heimish with each other. That will be problematic. Then balab is not going to help us because if the husband walks in the middle and sees, you know, a workmate that they work together the whole time with, he's not going to say, "Hey, what's going on over here?" So she's not nervous anymore. And therefore, liboygaspa, meaning that they're heimish with each other, will not necessarily help you in that case over there. And especially when it comes to joy, many posts can hold, it won't help at all. Rabbi say we have to move quickly, even though there's Kenai Nahori, the examples, and the, the, the problem we have to discuss are huge. Next, Heta, Ishtoi Imoi. The Mishnah tells us, Kedushin The Mishnah says, you're allowed to have Yechud with, in other words, a woman is allowed to have, uh, a man, for example, is allowed to have Yechud with a woman, if Ishtoi Imoi, if, if his wife is together with him. Right? So it's interesting why Dafka over here, it says Ishta Imoi, whereas it's said by the woman Baal of Be'er. These are two different things. Because when it comes to a woman, as long as the Baal is Be'er is in the city, that's enough to make her scared. That's enough to put her up on doing an Aveira. When it comes to a man, it's slightly different. He has to have his wife Imoi Mamish. She has to be standing next to him in order for it to be a, a heter in that case. Being in the same city is not considered to be enough over there. It has to be Imoi. Imoi doesn't mean standing next to it. She can go down to Makolet for a second or in the next room in the office, that's also okay, but that will be a very important halacha for a person to remember. The Mishnah tells us in Kiddushin, the Mishnah says, if a person works with women, then it is also to have yichud, even if his wife is standing next to him. 
That means that a man works with women. He works with, 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 with women products, whether he works with makeup, whether he works with handbags, jewelry, by the way, a very common Shiloh. Men that are working selling jewelry in their homes, women are coming the whole time. That's called the Iskim Noshin. They're busy with women. The Mishnah tells us quite clearly, that the Maisa, a person is not allowed to have Yechud with a woman, even if his wife is next to him in that case. One of the greatest Tatarim of Yechud is Pesach Pesuach L'Roshos HaRabim, which again is the Gemara Payala from Kedushin, very clear. Pesach Pesuach L'Roshos HaRabim Ein Choshishim Mishum Yechud That means, Pashtus, if the door is open, then we're not worried. Why? Because the same way a person, like the Chazanish gives this example, if a person has $10,000 cash on the dining room table, he's not leaving the dining room door open of his, of his front door open either. Because he's scared someone may come in. I nobody does. It's not the point. I'm scared. Pesach Basurach Roshos Rabbim means that if the door is open, then someone could come in at any time. So if that's the case, says the Radvaz, says the Rajba, we're worried that at any moment the husband's going to walk in, and therefore Pesach Basurach Roshos Rabbim will put her off from doing Yichud, because she won't do an Avera, because the husband's around in that case. Others held not that way, that it's slightly different, but al the Rajba holds what happens if the door is closed but unlocked. So the Metzius is the door is actually closed. But anyone could just, you know, put down the handle and just walk inside over there. So the Rashba brings many riots. One of them is from Yerushalmi, that he wants to say that there's no Yichud, even if the door is closed, as long as it is unlocked. Comes along with Kiva and Kiva says... Rashford, that cannot be. That's impossible. Pesach Pesuach, Roshosh Rabbin, the base mayor says the same thing. Pesach Pesuach means it's open. They asked Rabbi Kiva but what do you do with the Rashford? It was a toy siphon. It was a mistake. As I passed in Rabbi Kiva Eger, Pshat and the Rashford. It was a mistake. Comes along the Radvaz, and the Radvaz brings the Rashford, and he does not say it's a toy siphon, and he wants to say that if the door is closed, even if Lamaisa person could just go inside, that's not considered to be Yechut, and that will be okay. As I passed in Ba'etzim, Rabbi Nuyayna, the Mabit, the Vinyatsin, the Marsham, the Chazanish, the Mishram, the Ezim, the Kodesh, the Chachamazad, the Mishram, the Chachamazad, the Chachamazad, the Stipe, and others as well, that it considered that if the door is closed, as long as somebody could go in, then it is okay. So I asked Rabbi Zulobach, I said, but nowadays people are very polite. Maybe it depends on where you live. But maybe people are very polite. People just walk into your house. So Basil told me, he asked the Shver of Eliashev, that said, as long as you open a tiny bit, people walk in. If you leave your, especially living in a an apartment building, you leave your door slightly open, the neighbor will just sort of open it a bit more and say, anybody there? Maybe they'll not, but whatever it is. So therefore, there's definitely a hata for sure in that case. And even if it's closed, there's what to be soimachon when it comes to the rashba. Couple of very important chedushim. The Heiligit Shabinarov in Dovim Mishara brings down a chedush out of Simon. Hey, he says like this. He says a massive chedush. He wants to say that, for example, what happens if the door's closed? And even if it's locked, but somebody has the key, then that could be a heta that's considered to be Pesach Meshuach Rabin. We give this a term for babysitters, for example, that are babysitting in a home, and there's a shadow of Yechud, which we're not going into now, the ages of what Yechud is, when does it begin, when does it end? But I'll call him, the general idea is that if you have a situation of Yechud, but the neighbor has the key, and could, and does often open up the door at certain times, which means the babysitter, or anyone in the office, is conscious that someone could walk in at any time, that will be considered it to be um, a, a good enough. Ramosha discusses even knocking on the door will be enough, because if someone knocks on the door, for example, you work with jewelry, and you have a, a buzzer that allows people to walk into the store, very common, Shaila, you go into the store, there's one woman over there, you want to buy something for your wife, and they close the door behind you, and now it's locked. So now, what do I do? It's a shadow of Yechud, they close the blinds, no one can see in. What's going to be? So according to Ramosha, if it's a type of thing that someone could ring on the doorbell, and it's the hours that generally people do, then that would be enough of a Heta Kopesach Basur Rabbi. 
Yerushalayim. Right? The Ezim HaKodesh, the Nodib Yehuda, and others say a massive Kiddush. If you have a window, a window is considered to be Pesach Basuach HaLashus HaRabim. That means if I'm sitting by the window and someone can see in, or for example, if I'm in the jewelry store, or I'm in an office, and I'm having an office with, I'm having a meeting with another woman, but there's a window that people walk past, there's a heta. By the way, not for now. But if, for example, if a person on the, is on the second story of a, you know, second floor of a building, sometimes he's stuck because no one really can see in. Maybe unless you live in London and you have a double-decker bus, and the double-decker bus goes past and can see inside the window, that would pass just be a heta, a pesa because people can see in that case. So I said that the, the, the cases go on and on and on, whether or not video cameras, are video cameras considered to be good enough if you have video cameras in the office, on the entrance, according to many, again, especially with other tzirufim, there's what to be makele in a situation of yichud over there, if you have video cameras, but I asked once, Rabbi Zolobach, what happens if you're on the phone? If I'm on the phone, I'm stuck in a situation of vehicle, so I'll just call someone and be on the phone. So he told me, absolutely not, because you got a person, Rahman son could do an Avera, even when he's on the phone, so that will definitely not help a person. The Rosan and Shevet Halevi writes, and we have to end with this, that a person has to know, Yechud is for Nyoni Arayas, just because something is muta doesn't mean we necessarily have to do it. And the Rabbeinu Yonah brings in Shari Tshuva, Yiras Hashem, you saw the mitzvah of Yerushem, tremendous mitzvahs that come out from Yira and the schar that a person gets to that. And one of the examples he brings is a person that is Zoya in Yichud. We should talk about Zoya. We should be careful. The Rabbanim should help us in all these in to keep these halachas. Have a wonderful day.